Hey guys, this is Pablo, and this is Miguel. Thanks for, and that is Liam Calvin sneezing in the back. Uh, we're going to be having a special little guest, and it is my son, Liam Calvin. Um, we're doing this podcast, and my wife is out, so I've got to watch our son. So he's going to be in the back, screaming, yelling, crying, um, and we'll just, you know, hopefully get through that. But uh, thanks for listening to the Reform Thinker podcast, and um, this is episode number five. We're going to be talking about the rich young ruler, otherwise known as the rich young ruler. Uh, so uh, the reason why we wanted to bring this up is we were actually uh, going to talk about something else this podcast, but um, as soon as we started talking about you know subjects and hermeneutics and how to interpret you know such texts, we actually um, we just started talking about the rich young ruler in Mark ten and. Um, yeah, we, we just had a great time talking about yeah, it, so we just wanted we, to bring it up. We were, like, conflicted of, like, what it actually meant, and, like, it does it really, you know, does it really, is the application really, uh, you know, the whole point of riches being an issue, um, or is it really something else? And, uh, you know, I had a point of view on it, and he had a point of view, so we decided to dispute it, but to dispute it on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the question is going to be uh, for today... For those keeping track of the questions, is going to be: Is it really hard for rich people to enter heaven? And is that what Mark is that what Mark ten is talking about? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's dig in. So Mark ten. Um, for uh, do you want me to read it? Do you think? Yeah, yeah we'll, think we'll read it. Okay, read it, yeah. we'll read it. So we'll read Mark ten, and uh, and then we'll deal with the points. So going into Mark ten. 1017. 1017. Um, you know, it's talking again about the kingdom and, uh, you know, receiving the kingdom as a child. Um, and then we get into verse 17 where he says, Now as he was going out on the road, and this is talking about Jesus, one came running, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> come here, buddy. <laughs> so, do you want to continue to read, Mike? Yeah, sure. What verse are you at? I'm in verse 18. 18. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Verse 17 still, uh, part B. I'll just keep reading it. Okay. Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good uh, but one, that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Uh, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus said, looking, to, looking at him, loved him, and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Uh, and come, take up the cross, and follow me. Uh, but he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions." Um, let's continue on verse 23. He also says, Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? Um, again, this is not a question he's asking. He's actually exclaiming something. Verse 24, he says, And the disciples were astonished at his words, but Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for the camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished 
saying to them to, among themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. So, um, if you were following there, that was... Uh, a lot of verses. A lot of verses. <laughs> but um, it was worth reading because it, it just sets you up to what to what's going on here. Um, so Jesus is talking about the kingdom, and then some guy comes and kneels before him. Um, and he is, uh, he is kneeling before Jesus and saying, good teacher. He calls him good teacher, and he asks him what he shall, what, what, what else he can do to inherit eternal life. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, Jesus' response is immediately, why are you calling me good? There's only one that's good, and that is God. So Jesus doesn't even answer the guy's question. He just talks about, hey, wait, you called me good. There's none good but God, right? So recognize, you know, Jesus is actually putting in front of him, you're coming before God, the Almighty, right? If you recognize me as good, there's only one that's good, and it's God, and I am him. So he's putting, it's, 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 very, it's very blunt, he's putting it out there, I am God, right? <laughs> and, I, and I think it's kind of funny, because, you know, when you read it, you, you, I don't know, when I read it, it's kind of like you don't, you don't really think that, you don't really think that for the first time. You, you, I, I always, I like, I kind of think, and I'm like, wait. So he's saying he's not God, but in reality he is. Cause yeah, he is God. he's, he's kind of. So he's kinda, calling himself good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to get him to think, you know, because he just literally called him good. Uh-huh. Um, and so he's trying to get him to think about what he's saying. Um, so, so we'll move on. So he says. Then, he, then Jesus answered and says to him, You know the commandments, and he shoots off the commandments to him. Uh, so then the, 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 the young man uh, answers and he says to him, uh, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Notice that he does not even answer Jesus' initial claim mm-hmm. about him being God. He just goes straight into the commandments and says that he's kept them from his youth. Um, then Jesus, you know, loved him, which is an interesting verse here in, in verse 21. He says, Jesus loved him and said to him, the one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, give to the poor, and you will have assurance in heaven. I'm sorry, treasure in heaven and take up your cross and follow me. And then he was saddened by this and left sorrowful for he had great possessions. So the question that we get is... Well, this person was rich, and then Jesus later on starts to talk about rich people and not being able to go go into heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, this must mean that all rich people have a hard time, or that it's harder mm-hmm. for, for rich people to go into heaven. Is yeah, this true, Miguel? Yeah. Well, uh, no, I wouldn't say now. I wouldn't say it's true, but um, uh, I, I think uh, I think it's I think at the surface that's what it looks like uh, and more so at, it looks like that because of course that's what usually that's what the main t- like that's what the main thing is taught about um but yeah I, I would Would you say that you've heard this sermon preached like yeah. this text preached from that vantage point that, Oh yeah yeah no, no yeah I would agree that yeah. it's it's a rich young ruler comes before God God tells him and gets to the heart of his issue which is his money and then he mentions his money and tells him to Go give away all your money to test him, and then he doesn't take it. He doesn't take the bait because he loves his money so much. Yeah. Now, yeah. So, so that's what we've heard a lot, a lot of times. But is that what is really going on here? And as we dig deeper, we see that that's not the case. The case is not the fact that he's he loves his money so much. Um, and then, so 
the, the way that you see that is when you continue on. Uh, sorry for all that. <laughs> My son's playing with a piece of paper, and it sounds like uh, like our intro music. <laughs> all right, so you keep going in the in the verses, and, and Jesus actually starts make to make this uh, this um, um, what what is the word I'm trying to look for? He's trying to make these statements where oh. he says, "How hard is it for those who have riches um, to enter the, the kingdom of God?" He's actually making claims and saying it is so hard for these people that have these riches to enter the kingdom of God. As we're reading the notes, and if you have a John MacArthur Bible, which is very helpful, it's a commentary Bible, so it'll give you a commentary on you know, basically the entire Bible. He starts to talk about um, what Jesus is talking about. And he says in one of the, the, one of the um, notes, he says, hard in this context means impossible. What verse, uh, what verse are you at? I'm sorry, verse 23, okay. when he says, um, how hard is it for those who have riches? Okay. Um, so hard means impossible, and then riches tends to breed, breed self-sufficiency and a, self and a false sense of security, leading those who have them to imagine they do not need divine resources. So essentially what's, what Jesus is saying is how difficult or impossible it is for those who have resources right and are dependent upon themselves and self-sufficient how hard is it for them to enter the kingdom of god and the point he's trying to make here with this statement is this young ruler or young young person that came up to him didn't have a problem with money he didn't have a problem with loving his money so much the issue was he had absolutely do whatever do he whatever wants. he wanted yeah. whatever he needed he had the resources for it and what jesus is pointing to here is saying mm -hmm. he had all resources earthly but heavenly for eternal life yes. i hold the resource and and then when you and you, when you read the beginning and when you read how he comes to jesus he comes to Jesus with the mentality of self-sufficiency, right. right? The idea of, Lord, I've, I've kept all these commandments. I've done everything I can because, because I can, right? Yeah. And he goes, what else must I do? Must I do, right? What, 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 what's left for me to fulfill in order to get this salvation? And just to be fair to this young ruler, uh, I want to name him John. Or, <laughs> no, no, well, let's say Bob. Let's Bob. say Bob. Because it's kind of long to say a rich young ruler. Um... Let's say Bob. So it's it's kind of hard for Bob here um, to to you know basically come to Jesus and say these things. But I want to be as as uh, as kind to Bob as possible mm -hmm. because we we should mention at least that he he came sincerely. Yeah, it seems from from all of it that he came with a sincere desire to know these things. Hey, sure. what else should I do? Mm -hmm. um, it was sincere but wrong. But it was sincere. Um, so, so it wasn't like he was coming and saying, well, Jesus, come on, come on. You know, what, what else should I do? Yeah. Uh, he was sincerely asking the question. Yeah, and you know that because he fell at, you know, at his feet, you know. Right, you know, the first right, 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 right. The bowing down at his feet. Yeah. So um, as we continue uh, through these verses, at least verse 24, and the disciples were astonished at his words, but Jesus answered and said to them, Children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle um, than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished and says, Who then can be saved? This is the key verse here, right? This okay. verse 26, 
they were greatly astonished and they asked themselves, who, who then? then can be saved? That's the question that, was, that they were led to, was who can be saved? Because ultimately what they were saying is, if, he, if this guy can't get into heaven, right? Then who's in charge of this salvation stuff? Yeah. Right? Who, who then can be saved? That's the question that they're left with. And Jesus ultimately answered that question. I'm the one. I've got the resources. Bob doesn't. Yeah. Bob has resources here on earth, but cannot touch the resources unto salvation, which I'm sovereign over. And this yeah. is the point that Jesus is trying to make this whole time, is that he's sovereign over salvation. He's sovereign over, over, over the resources of heaven. And, of course, over the resources of, of, of earth. Mm-hmm. So I would say, um, we, I, I don't know if you would agree, but I would say that the, the idea behind the riches and stuff like that was that um, it, was, it was rather a, a sin that he could not let go, you know, a sin that he could not, not necessarily the fact that it was riches. Um, riches is just, you know, an example, you know. Uh, and I think that they, they, they're, 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 there could be better uh, words in this translation to, to translate over what they were talking about. I wouldn't sure. say riches because in our understanding here, um, nowadays, we understand it as money. Yeah. And so we think a rich person can't enter into heaven. It's harder for rich people to enter into heaven when that's not the case. Sure. Yeah. Just to add to what you were saying. Yeah, I, I think that would be ignorant to say that, that you yeah. know... You know, because what if, you know, what if I do, I mean, I'm, I'm seeking for a, an electrical engineer job and, and they make money, yeah. right? And so <clears throat> the first question would be, what's considered rich? Uh, so uh, it's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like a difficult question to ask mm -hmm. because essentially compared to the rest of the world, Americans are rich. I hate to break it to you, but right. even when you're not, even when, if you're not making that much money, you're still rich. Even the homeless man in the street is is it's rich compared to other people, you know? They can ask for money in the street, they get money, and they go get McDonald's, right? Which is quality food compared to unsanitary water that mm -hmm. is um, everywhere else. So um, that would be a very, I just think that would be a very ignorant question because it's not money in itself or the riches in itself, but it's the fact that he had a, uh, an, an, an idol, you know, something that he put before God and he was not willing to submit before God. And so that would really, uh, that was really the issue that was going on. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, that's just something that I would add on to that. Yeah, I, I think that uh, another key verse here would be when Jesus exclaims again, children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches sure. to enter the kingdom of God, yeah. right? Those who trust in riches. That doesn't necessarily mean a person who has, you know, all wealth. Um, obviously, this person was trusting in their own resources, mm -hmm. and God puts the halt there and tells him, I'm God, I'm good, and I hold the key to heaven and hell. Sure. I hold the key, right? I hold those resources. You do not. And so, ultimately, he left sorrowful, um, and it was a worldly sorrow. It was a sorrow that was not a godly sorrow that led him to salvation, but a worldly sorrow that led him to, uh, basically, yeah. grief. Yeah. You know, because ultimately he couldn't get himself to in. Do that. Um, so, so, the, so then, the answer would be, then, uh, that scripture is not talking about uh, <laughs> rich riches, people. You know, rich people. Rich people. That we've always, you know, we've what? always heard. What a turning point, right? I mean, it's kind of like, what? You know, yeah. it's kind of like when you first find out, like, um, when you first found out about, uh, you know, wait, so we can't speak things into existence? You know, kind of yeah. like, what? You know, it's kind of yeah. like, or, yeah, so it's just... Yeah. 
So now, now we see that uh, this scripture, for one, is talking about a person who is trusting in their own resources, and moreover, speaking about Jesus' sovereignty over salvation. And two, we see that basically this is this is is not talking about a person's riches, right? It's not talking about rich people, you know. Um, though, though the guy was rich, right? Though, and we also see that the lucrative life of you know people who do have these crazy amounts of money, right? Yeah. We see that um, a lot of them are just pagan and uh, like like Hollywood. We see a lot of those celebrities that are mm-hmm. pagan. But I don't think it's necessarily because of their money, because they would still be pagan whether they had money or not. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So, so yeah. So the next time somebody says, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, the only thing that I think would make them a difference is that they have money to exploit their sin. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The money. The money only brings out what's already there. Yeah. Um. And and, and again, money in in and of itself is not evil. I've heard it said many many times. Oh, money is the root of all evil. No, no. The love that is, of money. Yeah, the love of money or the trust of money. Um, so the next time you hear someone say, oh, you know how hard is it for rich people to get into heaven? Well, it's not true. That, yeah, not necessarily true, and that's probably not what Mark is talking about there. So um, so I, I hope this was helpful. Did you have any questions, Mikey? you want to bring up anything? Um... Please call me Miguel. And, uh, Miguel, sorry. Sorry. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, you know? I was trying to look for questions that maybe somebody would be asking, but hmm. I just, I feel like it's so, like, it's just plain. It's there, you know? There's yeah. not really anything that I can, you know, it's not like I'm making it up, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, I just think it's a perfect application. It, it really is. I think it was great. Yeah, was so awesome. I guess the application to this, you know, seeing this is that, um, you know, the, the, the Self-sufficiency? Pers- yeah, self-sufficiency is absolutely at the heart of this. Like God um, is. Yeah, God, God, God ultimately um, is the, the, the one who holds salvation. This is what Jesus was pointing out here. And self-sufficiency is not going to cut it um, coming into the kingdom. Wait, so hold on. Now I do have a question. Okay, go right ahead. How do you know that Jesus is saying, I'm the one who... I mean, there's scripture that backs that up, but I'm just sure. wondering. How, how do you, you know, know from here? In there, yeah. Okay. Um, because of the fact that he points out and says, yeah, so I would say verse 27 is ultimately where he says it. He says, uh, but Jesus looked at them and said, with men it is impossible or hard, like he was saying, um, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. This scripture is talking about salvation, how with God it is completely possible because he's the one that holds the resources right? Mm-hmm. And with man it is not. Sure. Um, so, and, let, we, we just got to put it out there, this verse is not talking about, uh, <laughs> I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me, you know, yeah, we, we yeah, see yeah. a lot of, you know, uh, MMA fighters and a lot of people, yeah, you know, starting right. their own business and they say, oh, you know that verse in verse 27 of chapter 10 in Mark, where, uh, you know, with all God things all things possible, are possible, yeah. that is not in its context talking about starting your own business or, uh, you know, uh, completely depleting your 401k to start <laughs> your own clothing line. That would um, be terrible. <laughs> yeah, so this, that's, that's not what that's talking about. That's talking about salvation. So that's salvific. Um, you know, that, that's exactly what it's talking gotcha. about. Gotcha. Cool. Oh, I, thought I, was, yeah, I, thought, I thought you did a good job um, letting that out. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, there are no final thoughts for me. I'm sorry. Are there any final thoughts for you? Um, no, just wanted to put in a plug for the uh, 
John MacArthur Study Bible. Um, we are in no shape, uh, no way, shape, or form supported by John MacArthur, but we do always like to put good things out there. Um, the John MacArthur Study Bible is the one that I first got. Um, though I don't agree with everything that John MacArthur has, like in his point of view, um, I do agree that a lot of um, what his stuff is theological. <laughs> I'm sorry. A lot of his stuff is theological. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's it's absolutely on point. Um, I think the point the 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 notes are very helpful. Whether you're whether you're dispensational or covenant or new covenant, I think the the. The, the the helpful notes. I don't think everybody knows what that means, but okay. Well, that's that's, that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. But um, I I think that they're really helpful. So um, yeah, that that's that's a Bible that I would rec- recommend for those who are seeking to study the Word. Not necessarily people who are looking to go to seminary, but for everyone. You know, I think everyone should have a study Bible to study the Word and show themselves. Um, study it rightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Important. Just to, to to understand the Word rightly. So. Um, yeah, if you didn't have any other thoughts, um, just uh, go forth, guys. Be blessed in the Lord um, as you are in Christ. And um, What about the email? Oh, yeah. Before I go, the email. If you have any questions, any uh, if you want to send any money. Uh, <laughs> Please don't do that. That's terrible. Uh, so my, the email is going to be reformedthinker16 at gmail.com. Um, and uh, you can just send all your questions, comments, conundrums, or snarks to there. Um, also, wanted to plug in Wretched Radio. Wretched Radio is a great uh, resource. They, um, they're on YouTube and iTunes as well, wretchedradio.com. They're really helpful. They talk about a lot of really helpful stuff. So you guys can check them out as well. And also, they- shoot an email um, to, that, to that email just to know we're not speaking to thin air <laughs> that'd be terrible uh I, I think that'd just be helpful um yeah if any of you just want to send an email that would say be hi or something just to, to let us know that someone's, someone's listening you know yeah. um also wanted to apologize for all the noise this little person here is uh pretty loud and opinionated so um my son liam calvin is uh he was here for the podcast so um, again, we apologize for the noise and for his screaming. So, anyways, love you guys. Thank you for listening, and God bless you guys.